And we're back. And I'm back with my partner, uh, Jeremy Brown. Hey, man. At Dynasty Madman, at Chain is the Worst. How you doing, buddy? Haven't seen you in like less than a week. Less than a week. Less than a week since we hung out at the uh, Fantasy Football Expo in Canton, Canton, Ohio. Beautiful Canton. Um, We've got no Michael Sipes this week. He's got life stuff going on, uh, you know, of that age. Well, not his age. His age, he should be taking his grandkids to college. But... He's actually taking his son to college. Um, So, you know, he's spending spending some time with his son before he uh, ships his son off to college. It's going to be heartbreaking for Michael. Um, The good news is that at his age, he's really not going to remember probably three (laughs) days from now who his son even is. He's not going to remember much. He's been crying a lot. I feel sorry for him. He's not going to, yeah, but he's not going to remember it anyway. So that's the good thing about Parkinson's or uh, Alzheimer's that no one ever talks about. Anywho. So we're going to try to keep it clean tonight. Yes. Uh, I understand we do have some news. Uh, you always do, buddy. But but first, uh, who's our news brought to us by? <laughs> who's it brought to us by? You know who it's brought to us by. It's brought to us by campustocanton.com. And look, CDC leagues, if you're in them, you want to join campustocanton.com and use promo code HQ. Save yourself 10%. Um, you're going to really need their weekly rankings and whatnot soon because, uh, well, college football season's about to kick off any day now. Um, I'm not sure exactly when, but, um, yeah, soon. Yeah. If I say any day now, that's technically true. It is. Um, you're not wrong. Yeah. Today's August 18th. So I think, uh, college will definitely start in the next couple weeks. So make sure you sign up for campus to Canton. Uh, we also got to meet those guys out at, uh, in Canton. Um, pretty cool hanging out with Felix. Apparently, I uh, physically assaulted him uh, the first evening I was there. I, I was blue drink. Yeah, I was very inebriated, and uh, I don't remember that Felix. So apologies, but you know, to make up for that, everyone should sign up for Campus to Canton using promo codes HQ. Save ten percent. Make everyone happy. Make Felix yeah. happy. Me happy. Everybody you happy. The readers happy. Everyone will be happy. They do a great job over there at C two C. Um, I had some of the best conversations at the Fantasy Football Expo with that crew of people. Every one of their representatives there at the expo were super cool, nice, uh, uh, willing to talk to anybody. Um, pick up one of their guides. Good stuff. Um, and, yeah, Felix Sharp, what, what a dude. Good crew he's got going over there. And uh, we've got to get him on the show again sometime, Shane, when I'm on the show. Please. Just yeah, just to say somehow you weren't on the show, his show when we were out there on Saturday, but <laughs> Sunday, such is life, such is life. I did so, pop in, I made a cameo briefly. So I was let, on let's, camera. let's get in some quick news. Some quick news, uh, not the big story. We'll get to the big story. There's a big, big story. I think everyone knows it. It's probably going to be everyone's lead tomorrow, but we're not everyone. Um, and we'll definitely do that a little different than other people do. Um, uh-huh. So first up, uh, Justin Fields uh, just wrapped up his night uh, in, I don't know who's home, Chicago or Seattle. I'm not, I'm not even sure. Um, but yeah, one of them, because it's a home game. It's Thursday night, Thursday night football. Uh, Justin Fields uh, went five for seven for 39 yards. Already, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of offensive line uh, issues. Uh, apparently, uh, you know, he, he, he's had to run a lot. Um, and while he was on the field, Cole Komet saw a 50% target share. So, uh, Cole Komet breakout season. 
Hey, maybe. Um, a lot of people like him. I don't think he's the best tight end, but hey, you know, availability is the greatest ability, and he's their guy. I think he's fine, though. And, and yeah, I think he's going to have his best season yet. And, and and Fields, man, last year was a rough season, but I think all signs point to go for the offense, the team, the new coach. Uh, everything's looking in place. Fields needed to get acclimated. We both thought he was a really great quarterback coming to the NFL and had high hopes. I'm still there. I think he's going to be fine. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm encouraged by all the offense, uh, all the offensive players in Chicagoland. I'll say this. I, I like him over Trevor Lawrence. Um, yes. Which is I weird because too. Lawrence did get the upgrades on offense with Christian Kirk and um, Evan Ingram, Jay Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah he Peterson. really did. I mean, they full, upgraded the line a little bit. Sale upgrade. I mean, even greater than Justin Fields. But but I'm with you. I just think that Fields is a better prospect. And if they both reach their ceilings, whatever those, you know, however you measure that, if, you know, if they both get to the point, they're you know, I guess optimize their abilities. I still think Fields comes out on top in that case. I I think he's one of the best prospects in a, in a while at the quarterback position. But I think Lawrence is going to be fine too, though. I, I was encouraged by watching him, um, some of the throws he yeah. made and decisions he's made in this preseason. I think he's going to be fine. I just don't think he's a superstar. Yeah, he definitely he definitely looked um, good uh, in his preseason action. So, you know, just wanted to drop that little Thursday night football, um, get ready for the season. Uh, I was told um, – I was corrected. Apparently in three weeks, we'll be setting lineups. Three weeks, Jeremy. Yeah, for the NFL, yes. Yes. Yeah, so it's uh, it's officially point scoring season. Uh, all rights reserved to Dynasty Outhouse. It is officially almost point scoring season. And HQ6, hey, that's HQ6. we've got three weeks to get that draft done and lineup set. That's it. No it's problem. come down to crunch time, but we like the pressure. We like and, and we, as promised, we're delivering that league to our listeners. And um, I think any day now we're going to uh, kick that off specifically our, today yeah finally. specifically our patrons um yes 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 but it, yeah it reminds me a little bit of hq1 because we kicked hq1 off um well before we had a patronage so we didn't really give that to patrons we gave it to whoever but uh our first well, not whoever no, let me rephrase that uh people sent us emails that were very awesome and we chose from them and then we i think we kicked that league off somewhere in the same neighborhood of uh when we're kicking hq6 off so it's beautiful it's like the pro circle drafters. of life. Yeah, pro drafters. We can do anything in three weeks, man. That's a ton of time. Yeah, yeah. Just shorten the clock, shorten the clock. Um, and just while we were talking, um, George Pickens hasn't done anything today, but I, just <laughs> remi- I wanted to remind everyone that George Pickens is the greatest wide receiver that's ever lived in the history of football. Stop. He's going to be good, though. It's great. Great. It's wide receiver, one of the class by far. Anywho, <laughs> next up. So here's some fun little news, right? And, uh, the other day in the chat, someone was asking, should they pick up uh, Jalen Warren or um, I want to say Justin Jackson, but that's not right. Whichever guy's left in San Diego, the RB3 mm-hmm. um, behind uh, Eckler and Spiller. And I, I, I said, who, who is Jalen Warren? That's funny. Yeah, because <laughs> I had about three days disconnected from the world or four days. And apparently Thanks. in that time, Jalen Warren – has become the running back two in Pittsburgh. Saw that today, that news that he's running with the twos and old uh, Kenny Pickett's out there throwing in the ball. I mean, nice, huh? Upgrade. Yeah, yeah. so here's the thing. I was looking him up, right, because I, I didn't know much about him. First thing I noticed is he's, uh, he's about to be 24 years old. 
And uh-huh. uh, yeah, he played three years of what do you call that? Division one college. Spent some time at Utah State a couple of years. Didn't really do much. Um, but also, I went to Steeler Depot just to read up a little on uh, Mr. Warren. Uh, my dude absolutely crushed it in junior college. Uh, he did. Yeah, he went to Snow yeah. College. Uh, I don't know where that is. It's a JUCO. Mm-hmm. My dude averaged 8.2 yards per carry during his uh, his two years in snow. At snow? You're not in snow. You're at snow. He was probably in snow as well. I mean, he was Mr. U- football in Utah, too, um, you know, in, in high school. school. So, yeah, state record, 3,099 yards, record-tying 38 touchdowns and a state title-winning um season and and he's from salt lake and i I think that's where snow college is not far from there right anyway i don't know but yeah he started man's like a community college but you know he ultimately ended up at what oklahoma state so yeah yeah he's literally like a wrecking ball yeah five eight two oh seven that's just 215 is what i what i have him down as but still yeah either way he's a he's a thick boy yeah he's thick thick, right and i like it but um apparently (laughs) the way i've seen his running described is as a pinball like he bounces off of people he's uh yeah and he keeps his balance and stays on his feet yep because he's small and round so he's got a good yeah Mm -hmm. and he's not he's not what you would call very elusive or arm tackle or breaking tackles good at breaking tackles that's the word so he's undrafted yeah good volume running back though you know between the tackles i think he's gonna be good and he um he's a little dump off option i mean he had uh 45 receptions in three years of college ball um in, in division one excuse me and that's in 28 games and last year actually at oklahoma state 25 receptions 25 receptions so in theory i mean look Najee Harris, I'm not comparing him to Najee Harris, but Najee Harris wasn't known as a receiving uh, savant, right? Yeah, before that, that last happens. year. Um, and then Najee Harris, Najee Harris gets to the Pittsburgh, uh, what do you call those people, the Steelers, and sees 74 receptions last year. Now, I'm not saying Warren would see that, but if anything were to happen to Harris, apparently Jalen Warren is the man to own. Yeah, man, I, I'm never worried about them saying that players aren't used as, um, you know, um, receiving options in, in college. I think it's a matter of, can they do it? And, you know, they can learn to do it, but I swear a lot of these running backs that supposedly can't catch are better than some of the receivers in the league. They're supposed to catch the ball all the time. You know, I mean, it's, I'm out encouraged by it. It's funny to me that he becomes, I mean, you know, becoming the number two running back there is something, but beyond Najee Harris, They've struck out at drafting and bringing in running backs over the past few years. They have Najee Harris and meh, nothing like at all. So good for him. Uh, hopefully he keeps that rolling for all the people that stole him as a player. Um, definitely a good handcuff to have. Yeah, so I got him. I was lucky, able to get him in three waivers this week. Uh, missed out on him good. a couple more. Uh, Larry Monkey outbid me by about $100 in one league. Not that really damn cool. Monkey. Not really cool. But, yeah, so Jalen Warren also got some first-team reps uh, uh-huh. earlier in the week on Monday. And uh, according to their local beat reporters, Jalen Warren has passed Benny Snell. His number of two, course. Which doesn't surprise me because Benny <laughs> no. Snell is horrible. He's not good. Yeah, was Benny Snell ever – Benny Snell, for a minute in college, we thought he was going to be okay. Like He was a guy people liked, right? It's a record-setting guy, a lot of volume – you know, did, did well. Yeah. But ever since he's hit the league, he's been nothing, man. Vanilla, just boring. No, I mean, he just doesn't do, 
just doesn't do much with the op- opportunities he's, he's given. And another back there that we – well, you liked him out of college too. Um, little dude um, hasn't Mc done shit either. Farland. Yeah, McFarland is uh, – he's been a total disappointment. I'm, You know, maybe he'll do something. Doubtful he's getting passed up by this guy already. Um, so I think he's done as well. That That's a shame because I did expect he'd, he'd have a role in Pittsburgh. Yeah, the, the, the McFarland um... – Definitely that, that one stung a little bit. He was a guy I liked. And then we had Graham Barfield on and Graham said he did well in his yards, create it. And look, I was like confirmation bias away. Anthony yep. McFarland's going to be my dude. He's going to get the, you know, when he landed at Pittsburgh, I'm like, he's going to smash you. Just wait. And, uh, well, we're Graham's we're metric waiting. lied to us, man. I remember talking to Graham after that. He was really high on McFarland. I know he's, nobody's more disappointed than that guy. Yeah, it, it was, it's hurtful and I didn't appreciate it. I really don't appreciate Anthony McFarland doing me like that. And uh, I still trust Graham, Graham's metric yards created. Just, you know, sometimes these guys aren't going to hit. And, uh, unfortunately, that was Anthony McFarland. So, let's see. What else we got in the news? Oh, this is a pretty big story. Um, Michael Gallup is running routes for the first time. Nice. Literally today. Literally today. Today. Yeah. today was his first time running routes since, uh, what do you have, surgery towards ACL? Yeah, buddy. Yep. Yeah, so I don't know. It's still not looking like that he's going to be ready for week one. So fire up your CD Lamb, who might see 25 targets in week one, and Dalton Schultz, who might see uh, 15 targets in week one. I mean, who else are they going to throw? They're going to throw to Jalen Tolbert? Yeah, you know, I think, yeah, not much, not at first. Tolbert's going to be fine, but yeah, they're (laughs) not, not yet. They have enough options anyway, but. Sure, that's good. Good news. I like Gallup. Yeah, you know, we, we haven't talked a lot about him, but, you know, C.D. Lamb's the, the wide receiver three in Dynasty right now, according to one of the sites I write for, Dynasty League Football. Um, and if you want to join their their site, go ahead and, um, I don't know, go ahead and do it. I don't have any promo code for that. I, mean, I don't do it. I don't get Just anything. do it. Yeah. <laughs> but feel free to tell them that I'm an awesome writer for them. But, yeah, I got You're no discount awesome for you there, dude. Um, anywho. Yeah, C.D. Lamb. So he's a—he's such in a weird spot, right? Because he's already the wide receiver three, although he probably hasn't actually earned it yet. Um, he's, he's been right. good. We he's think he's good. that good, sure. So if he doesn't come out and smash the first, I don't know, let's just say four weeks. We'll just assume Gallup's not there. When he has literally no competition for targets, uh-huh. would you be concerned about him at that point? I mean, of course. Yeah, smashed I, and i mean like like for me i need him to be a top five wide receiver during that run yeah yeah i need him to do well i mean if he's if he's wide receiver one material acceptable i guess but still disappointing uh but yeah you're right he needs to come out strong and do well this season or he's just overrated essentially like i mean he's treated like he's that great of a wide receiver already right he's yeah. he's being drafted up there people are paying that kind of cost for him that price so, yeah, it would be a disappointment if he doesn't, you know, if he's not a top five wide receiver in the first few weeks of the season, you'd, you'd be disappointed. I yeah. want Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. Michael Thomas, 30% target shares every week for the first Man, you weeks. love guys like that. It would be great. Yeah, there, there's your winning weeks. If you, have a, if you have a player like that that's getting that kind of target volume, those are league-winning teams. You hope you have the guy on your team, you know, even if it's short-term. 
Yeah. Most of those guys can't maintain that kind of thing. It's inconsistent. No. There's regression. But if you can capture lightning in the bottle, and we've we've done it. We've owned Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams and players like that. Everybody's had those kinds of players when they've been at their peak, and we always try to recreate that and have that guy again. And so I think looking at CeeDee Lamb and Jamar Chase, and you're looking at the right players. Yeah, So, and you know, look, and I don't even expect CeeDee to pull 30 share the whole season. I don't expect him to do Mm -hmm. Michael Thomas. I don't expect him to do Devontae Adams all year. I mean, I do expect. For the season, he better hit 25. If he doesn't hit 25%, then he's truly not an alpha. So if we're halfway through the season and T. Higgins is just slightly ahead of C.D. Lamb in points, are you kicking your own ass? Well, no. That could happen. That could happen. Because I've traded. I You know, I did the old okey-doke in the beginning of the summer. I call it the beginning of the summer. Actually, it's funny. Whenever the last football season ended, I just call that the beginning of the summer, despite the fact that it was February. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, in the beginning of the summer, when we were trading C.D. Lamb for T. Higgins and and 23 firsts and C.D. Lamb for Jalen Waddell and 23 firsts, that's what I was doing. Um, So I'll never kick myself. The only way I'll kick myself, and I still have some C.D. Lamb, not a lot. But if he goes out, if he does go out there and just absolutely tears it up, then I'll feel like, all right, maybe, maybe yeah. I should have yeah. held on to him. But mm-hmm. you know, but the yeah, thing you is, moved him quite a bit, didn't you? That's what I remember. That's what you're saying. I mean, you, yeah, yeah, I moved him yeah. anywhere I could do anywhere I did that. Where I did literally, it was the CD Lamb for T Higgins in the 23 first. Yep, CD yep. Lamb for Jalen Waddle. It was like specifically those two wide. Receivers. I remember talking about some of those yeah, here, awesome. and we we had some conversations about the wide receivers, and I liked it then. Yeah, I mean that that's a good. Those are still good moves. I just meant like if you help, and like you said, you might still have him. But if <laughs> I, I'm, uh, yeah, you not not you specifically kicking your ass, but somebody out there, you know, that's paid yeah a, a top price, and you're already talking about maybe being disappointed because he's not a top five wide receiver and then you're looking at guys that are maybe the second wide receivers on their own teams scoring at the same rate as lamb so hopefully that doesn't happen i i i think lamb's gonna be fine i mean that guy is an artist i think it just he has to put it all together and stay healthy and just all of it i i'm not worried about him there are players that i question but cd lamb's not one of them like debo samuel He's never like, what is he going to be now? We've talked about him and I didn't mean to just hijack this and bring him out of the blue, but there are players like that where, you know, they're never ever in their lifetime going to score as many points as they did last season. So everybody probably values. Most people probably value that player more than you do. So you may as well move that player. Yeah. I you already it. have, you, you value him lower, get something more and sell, sell high like that. So, but yeah, I'm not worried about Lamb. He's a, that was a good example, though. I definitely he he is. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know. Oh, Debo, Debo. That was definitely the ceiling. All right. Yes. So we might as well do it, right? I mean, we I'm have pretty, to. I mean, I hate minutes. this subject now. It's so old. Nineteen I'm glad minutes. We finally have some resolution. Yeah, we finally have some resolution. We're just tackling it from the fantasy lens. Um, it is funny though. Like I had some thoughts of my own. Um, uh, not morality. That's not what I wanted to use, but my own journey through this whole Deshaun Watson fucking saga. Oh, it's been forever, dude. You get one one F word, F word on the iTunes. I'll be fine. I've been told um, you can have up to three. So if Michael doesn't hear that. Great. Um, <laughs> right. We'll, we'll introduce it. What is going on? You knew we had to touch it. We're almost 20 minutes into the show. And we we haven't yet. What is So, it? yeah, Deshaun Watson settles on 11 games. Uh, his first week back is obviously against the Texans because the NFL is undefeated. Um, they undefeated. Are yes. They are a money printing machine. And uh, that game is going to just do 
bonanza ratings and what other world would a Cleveland Brown Houston's Texan game be the most anticipated game of possibly the season, but it'll be up there. So he's got 11 games. Uh, long story short, we kind of, you know, look when, when he it was six games, there was some hope for his utility in 2022. But this season, right. Right. This season it, it's pretty much done because he's not back to week 13. So, I mean, sure, he can help you in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, five uh, games of fantasy playoffs, right? Am I thinking that right? Yeah. No, four, five games. Five? Well, five, five, he'll have five real games, five real NFL games. Yeah, and then four, the playoffs, if they that. make it to the playoffs. Right. If, if, if Jacoby Brissett can, and the rest of the team can carry them for those first few weeks, they don't lose to Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers, for instance. Yeah, you know, but that, for fantasy for, purposes, he, he's, pretty much, he's pretty much useless to you. Yes, um, this season. This season, but 2023, look, it's wheels up. I, 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 you know, I, I spoke about this myself and I talked about this journey I went on, you know, last year when all this stuff came down or over a year ago now at this point, I think. Right. I was like, I want him off my roster. I don't need a guy like that on my team. Um, since then, my stan- stance has clearly softened to go to, I don't care. The, the, what does it matter if I draft a player or not? In fantasy football, if I roster them, if they're a bad human being, yeah, we've had these conversations for a long time. I'm actually glad you got there. Uh, Mike, Mike's felt pretty strongly, and I'm not throwing him under the bus, but we've had you and, and listeners of this show know we've had conversations where you know Mike doesn't like a certain player based on what he allegedly did, and you know Mike's the first one to point out too on the show when we say something about a player, it's alleged, like you mm-hmm. know, you know. Even with somebody like Ben Roethlisberger, who you know damn well did something wrong, paid people off, you know, the hush money. And and there's actually a track record of things like we've brushed under the rug, but he did things. And uh, you, you start having to think about how bad did somebody do, what did they do and how bad it was? You start weighing it. I think it's silly. I mean, we all do it. I, I've traded Watson away. I, I traded him away early on, but it was because I didn't think he was going to be coming back now it turns out i should have just held on to him it turns out i probably shouldn't have traded him low like i did um wow. then again he hasn't played in a couple years but you probably should look at these players as just assets this is just a game it's like we're playing with gambling chips on on a t- table and just be agnostic about it you shouldn't work I, I can't police the league i i would i probably couldn't make a team if i went with my morals and my beliefs and 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 all that at, at my age now, I probably wouldn't be able to roster a team every week, Shane. I mean, none of the most of these guys aren't saints anyway. I, I'm sure some of them are close to being saints. But, you know, you follow me. There, it's I mean, like a slice of the apple pie, the American, um, you know, a slice of humanity. Who knows? And even then, you can't afford to do it and play fantasy football and win. And even then, where do you where where do you draw the line, right? Just and this is I where have, I started to I come to the it. realization in my own mind, right? Mm-hmm. There are NFL owners that are re- reprehensible people, um, well-known reprehensible people. I don't, I, I didn't have any qualms about rostering those players in fantasy football, even though they're on a team making money for someone that I, I think is a terrible human. So it's not my job to figure out what's right and wrong. Um, morality is just a social construct that we've created as humans. Um, it's not binary. Morality changes. I'm not saying that anything that he's done specifically Watson um, mm-hmm. would ever be right in any society. It's just, you know, there's some things in life that change. Having so, him on your team isn't supporting him. And by the way, what you just said is really intelligent, but I mean, just that surface level, if you want to play fantasy football and win, you really can't afford 
to think in the terms that you just mentioned. It, right. It's not helping you play fantasy football. Maybe stop playing. Yeah. Or if you're that bothered uh, yeah. by the NFL and how terrible it is, because they do, like you've pointed out a couple times or alluded to in the show so far even, we, and we've spoken on this podcast in the past too, the NFL is not, they like to make, keep appearances and make things look good and, and have that reputation. But I mean, if you're against some of the things that have gone on in some of these players, you may as well just boycott the NFL, stop playing fantasy football. Like you said, where do you draw the line? You really can't. So don't just play. I mean, I'm not supporting Deshaun Watson just because I've drafted him on my fantasy football team. I'm not buying any swag or anything like that. I'm just trying to win a, t- a trophy. Exactly. It's a big deal. So towards that end, which, uh, I, I, so I did put out a tweet, and let's keep this fantasy football related. Yes. So I tweeted out earlier, now that the Watson punishment is set, if you traded him away in Dynasty Leagues, are you happy with the return, or do you mm-hmm. wish you held out for more? So uh, 58% of the respondents said they should have gotten more. Yeah, I guess it depends. Maybe it may depend on when they did it. When I I traded him in a couple leagues right after, well, soon after the news broke, and we're going back a ways now. He was still a Texan. He hadn't played. Um, I I didn't want to wait, so I traded for assets that I could use, um, draft picks. But I did keep him, and I did trade for him in places. I think that you probably got a greater return recently, right? Because the you could see the light at the end of the tunnel. He was coming back. He was playing. You, you, you saw tape. He's practicing with the Browns. Hey, he throws a pass in a preseason game. The reality was he's coming back. Oh, maybe it's only, um, maybe he doesn't miss any games. And then the, the arbitrator, the ruling, oh, wow, it's not going to be that many games. Look at this, you know. Um, and like you said, he's going to be valuable this season. He's still a dynasty asset. He's still Deshaun Watson. I hope he should be in the best shape of his life. He hasn't been taking hits or anything. Um, when he comes back and you have the rest of the season in dynasty and in 2023. So yeah, I mean the, the time to buy Deshaun Watson was when everybody, you know, when there was a stink on him, right. I mean, and there was, that was a time to get him. I just think that there probably are plenty of people that are going to kick their own asses for trading him away. It was almost like peer pressure. So they'll probably be, I'm sure there'll be a buy period in season. Um, but it's going to be a small one, right? Because it's going to, yeah, yeah. Because it's going to, I'm going to have to have him on my roster. I'm already going to have to have two good quarterbacks, right? Somehow. Maybe I drafted Kenny Pickett because I needed a quarterback and he's outplayed expectations. Not like Mac Jones level, like to, to, uh, what's the word? Competent level, but actually it's just smashing expectations, like top 10 quarterback. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Let me trade Watson for a running back off this this team that's not going anywhere. So I thought I still think there'll be a little bit of a buy. But yeah, so 58% of the respondents thought they should have gotten more. 42% of the respondents thought the return was fine. But what's interesting about that 42, and I didn't ask it because I didn't want to, but I know it's baked in there, is how many people were just like, whatever return I got would have been fine. You know what I mean? Like Anything, that, that's certainly yeah. a segment of that, that whoever answered that. And then you have people like Katie Fowler, uh, my girl Katie, our girl Katie, D- Diva Debbie. The Diva of Debbie. She noted she's been trading for him over the past year and a half and hadn't traded him away. Good work. And, uh, you know, and I noticed last week or the week before, I forgot uh, exactly when. Um, he is now actually my, I thought he was my first own. He's my second most rostered quarterback um, in fantasy football right now. Yeah, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna go out and buy him now. And here's the thing: if you have a rebuilding team or 
what we call rebuilding team or you're you're you know resetting however you want to call it but you're you're not doing anything this year anyway i think that's the perfect roster to take deshaun watson on or any player that's suspended or out for a while hell get calvin ridley to mm-hmm. get get guys that are going to come back you're not doing anything this year anyway you're talking about getting picks and tucking players on taxi well deshaun watson calvin ridley other players that are maybe out or injured though that that are good players like they have established that they are good players those guys are worth the risk instead of getting these guys that might be wide receiver three on a team and you're just hoping for the best and you drafted them in the third round who gives a shit go go and go out and get those kinds of players that may come back and be better than they were before or as good um even though you're rebuilding and your roster age is an average of 23 doesn't matter you could trade watson later when he comes back like you're saying it's a good time to buy you have him second most owned quarterback on your teams you may as well do that ridley too i mean you know yeah. maybe you can't tuck those guys away anywhere because they're suspended and your ir doesn't allow it so what yeah 20 uh 23 team any team that's punting on 23 definitely yeah. is the watson still by now obviously he's not gonna be as uh, you're not gonna be able to buy as low as you could when Basically, everything was up in the air. But you know what? This was a slow build for me. Like I said, I went from literally zero to it looks like I have uh, seven in seven of my dynasty leagues. I have seven of them. He's only surpassed by Carson Wentz. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I, only because I had so the much Carson Philly Wentz Eagle. as an Eagles fan. Um. So I did want to bring up some uh, some interesting stats, though. So it looks like Jacoby Brissett, not looks like, but Jacoby Brissett is going to be the, the starting quarterback, right? He's going to be the starting quarterback yeah. for the next 11 games. So let's yes. look, look what he did in his history. Our boy, our our buddy, John DeBera. DeBerry? DeBari. Debora. Come on, man. DeBora. DeBari. What the hell? Okay, John DeBora. He, um, Stop it. He, um, he did an article, a little update on Watson today. Noted that uh, in 30 career starts, well, I, let me re- rephrase that. In 2017 and 19, uh, Jacoby Brissett was the QB, starting QB for the Colts. Yeah, or he was the starting QB, was. wherever the hell he was. Um, and he played 30 games and averaged, you ready for it? 13.88 points per game as a starter. Not good. Yeah, you're looking for a little more upside out of your your quarterback position right you are i i think he'll be fine i think this offense suits the guy i mean i i do i think he's a good fit um for that time frame but yeah it's kind of a bummer for all, all the offense if you have you know 13 point average to consider for this season i god i hope this is his best year uh, you know the best games he's ever played or this season in cleveland because yeah that's pretty awful all right and i just wanted to scroll down where 13.3 would finish uh, but unfortunately, fantasy pros, when you sort their positions, the numbers don't, don't change. But let's just say I had to scroll down a lot. Yeah. So d- just for example, 13.3 points would have been, um, let's see, would have been, well, he would have beaten Mike White last year in his Ooh. four games. He would have been behind Amari Cooper, Darrell Henderson, Geno Smith, Kareem Dude. Hunt. I'll tell you and, what, that's pathetic. Ooh. Here's someone he would have been behind. Baker Mayfield at 13.8. Oh, wait, no, I'm terrible at math. He is at 13.88. He <laughs> actually would have been most of those people. <laughs> Anywho, he would have been in Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield territory of scoring. Uh, Terrible. Last year in fantasy, which Terrible. Is what I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm not going to 
spend too much fab on that guy. And, and I mean, he should be on most rosters at this point anyway, just in case, just because we kind of saw this coming. But he is out there on waivers in a, in a few places, by the way. Uh, you know, like, then, our, like our DFB Super Flex League. I mean, any Super Flex League, that guy's got to be on the ro- on a roster. Yeah, and I checked out DLF again. I don't mean to keep whoring uh, myself out for them because I don't get anything out of it, trust me, um, when I, I talk about them. But, you know, I write for them, so I like to go check out their stats. Um, I pulled up the stats with Kobe Brissett on their quarterback. Uh his running back one best finish in 2017 and 2019. Frank yeah. Gore was the RB 17 in overall scoring. Now that was per game. all Frank Gore. It's yeah. always been all Frank Gore. His best wide receiver one finish. Uh, wide receiver one back in 2017. Uh, his wide receiver twos and wide receiver threes were not worth owning. Uh, let me just say that <laughs> they, they they finished in the low 50s, 70s, 90s. Um, it's tight end two. No one should own a tight end two, but you know, it was interesting. He did have a top five tight end season again, overall scoring, not points per game. Okay. Um, but for tight ends, that's usually pretty similar anyway. The, the, the ranking, or excuse me, the, the scoring. Uh, Jack Doyle was a top five tight end with him in 2017. Huh? So, Jack uh, Doyle. Hello, David and Joko. We hope so. I that guy, I don't know. I mean, it would have helped if Baker Mayfield could have dialed in some of the passes to Najoku, um, low enough that he didn't have to leap into the stratosphere to catch them and get hammered by defensive backs and stuff, but and get hurt. But he's a hell of an athlete. He's just like not delivered as a a good fantasy tight end. Not, not yet. consistent. I we'll see. He's been in the league long enough. If this, if he doesn't do it this season, that dude isn't doing it, you know. So Hopefully, um, I do like the other tight ends they have on the roster a bit. I think they're they're capable too. We'll see. It's it's Najoku's game now, right? He's he's the lead dog. Hopefully, he yeah. doesn't f it up. So, all if you had to you had to have one player on that offense right now, um, and also the running backs. Oh well, we already went through those. They, they didn't finish very well. Um, one pass receiving option straight up is it going to be Amari Cooper, Hunt. David, <laughs> and Joku. Or or Donovan People Jones, you know, or I David really, Bell. Um, yeah, no, I, David Bell, I think he's still banged up, right? So, I mean, it's kind of tough to bank on a rookie, um, you know, out, out of the gate. I, you know, Cooper could very well command that, uh, that volume, especially if he's playing inside like that. So, but I mean, you know, any, anyone's game, I do not think it'll be in, in Joku. And, you know, Maybe I'll be wrong. You can point that out later. I don't think it'll be him. I, you know, Kareem Hunt, when he's playing, catches a lot of balls. Right? He he's in the passing game a lot. Peoples Jones is. I think he's going to have a breakout. And Cooper, we know the volume that he can um, maintain, at least in targets and catches. So, you know, I think that's the, those are the guys: Cooper, Peoples Jones, and Hunt. And I think Hunt and Cooper are probably the most likely to get a, you know, a good volume in this offense, the way that they use the running backs. But, but yeah, it's a tight end heavy offense too. So uh, if, if Najoku is the guy and that's the one that catches the passes, as opposed to Harrison Bryant, who, you know, I think he's underrated. Um, if that's the tight end, then Najoku certainly could, because we know that Stefanski's offense, you know, a lot of two tight end sets and, uh, so I, I'm not going to argue with you, Shane. I think the ball is going to get spread around, and, and I do think Cooper is going to get a hell of a lot of volume along with Hunt. 
Um, so that's pretty much all I had on Watson. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to delve into it too deep. Look, I just think I know we, we talked about it ad nauseum. I didn't want to spend all night on it. I think we touched it appropriately. That well, that should probably be cut. Um, I think we touched on it enough. Um, like I said, yeah, if you're punting 2023 and you can still buy, buy. Um, yeah. Yes, fantasy football only. Talking to Sean Watson. It's a great time to buy. Some uh, folks that were counting on him coming back, and now it's this long. Might might even be more ready to trade him away. I, I just think that this is the time you get him, and you just wait patiently. Um, again, a lot of people too are going to think a lot of owners. Hey, he's you know I can sit on this now. I've waited this long. I I traded for him. It's been so long. I only have to wait for most of this season, and we get him back. So, but anyways, he's he's worth getting just based on talent and. Um, and his history of production too. So, and we're sticking to football. That's what you got to do with these guys. Um, we are not Mother Teresa ourselves. Pull off a lot of bad shit. Anywho, so uh, done with Watson. One last piece of news, only Uh-oh. because it's fun. Let's back make it fun. So uh, apparently, I like Mike Vrabel a lot more than I thought I did. Mike Vrabel. 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 Mike Vrabel. Yes. Yes. So he was talking about um, the rookie wide receiver slot man, Kyle Phillips. Okay. Who, who's having a very good camp is another guy that apparently is going to be a thing. He And this is the quote. And just tell me if this doesn't sound like a quote that I would say, which is mm-hmm. partly why I like it. Uh, he goes rabbit hunting with a hammer. <laughs> that's what he said about Kyle Phillips. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so Kyle Phillips might be my favorite player. And Mike Vrabel might be my favorite coach now. Yeah, I, I like it. Kyle Phillips, yeah. Get out there and get some Kyle Phillips. What do you have to lose? Get get your get on your waiver wire, spend your fab money, do something with it. So now I just wanted to f- close out with something fun because I noticed you added to the show sheet. Uh you got a dynasty trash trade offer. It's been a while. It's oh actually my God. it's been so long that I can't say the term correctly that I coined. Dynasty trash, or no, it's trash dynasty trade, right? Trash dynasty trade, trade offer. offer. That's how it, it is. Haven't, haven't, haven't said it in so long. Uh, got away from my roots, got all uppity. Um, thought I was smart and stuff. So Stop. Hashtag trash dynasty trade offer. Hashtag it's, uh, trash I remembered trade it. offer. Yeah, I got it right. All right. So this is in a league that we're in. Um, they're not listening. So fuck those guys. Uh, Davis Maddock offered us, uh, Cameron Brate, Julio Jones, and Naheem Hines uh, for Albert O. You can pronounce his name better than I can. Oak Wegbenum, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All that great stuff. At 2023 yeah. fourth and $100 in blind betting. Now, mind you, this is a uh, tight end premium league at that. I wonder what the listeners think. Yeah. So this was, uh, but what I liked about at least about this trade offer that we got from him is, um, you know, and this is one of the the only league, only league that we're actual co-owners in, right? There's a couple leagues where um, our names are all on the the marquee, but we don't all make decisions. You know what I mean? There's leagues where it's yeah, okay. You it's manage mostly one, names. I manage one. I don't know if Mike does, but you might manage yeah. a couple. But I manage one, yeah, where we represent yeah. the entire podcast. But this is the one and, and where all three one. of us have a say, right? Right, and. And this, and I will say this: in this specific league, I never just carte blank. I don't know if I use that carte blanche. Carte blanche. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. do something without uh, speaking to the other two. I, I felt quite empowered when I saw this trade offer of again 
Davis Maddox, Maddox offering us Naheem Hines, Julio Jones, and Cameron Brait for Albert O. Oh, 2023 fourth and $100 blind bidding and a tight end premium. I hit instant reject. I did not even check with you or Michael. The balls on this kid to ask for $100 on top of <laughs> already asking us for Albert O in the fourth for that um, slew of, um, you know, worthlessness, near worthlessness anyway. Um, it, it was pretty a pretty silly offer. We could have, you know, we could have haggled with no. him, but there, we won't, no. there's no way that we're going to give Albert O away. No. So then, man. you know, just just before we kicked off the show, I went to our patrons and it, look, if you're not a patron of the Dynasty Trades HQ, what then, are you a patron of? Jeez, um, you gotta do it. Support the show is all I'm gonna say. We support back. Trust me. Uh, group me. Uh, we're in there lighting it up all day. Trade talk, strategy talk, dynasty talk. Sometimes some life talk. Um, mostly people trying to help me. Um, also, a lot of written content. Dropped three articles for the uh, the uh, listeners. What do you call? It? Nope, wouldn't be listeners. Subscribers, whatever they are. Patrons. Dropped yep. three articles for them this week. Um, bonus podcasts. Uncensored podcast, swag. Uh, we were rocking our Dynasty Trades crew shirts uh, at the expo. So were a couple of our patrons. Um, and look, I'm going to send you multiple koozies and stickers. Um, I don't know how many, but you'll get a bunch of them because I don't like to keep count. It's just a lot of work. So go become a patron. I got a lot of people jumping in my DMs wanting to talk trades. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. You know, I'm sure you do, Jeremy. I know Mike does. I do. My DMs are always open, but our patrons, we have a good time with them live. Um, Oh, also we, we have to have another patron party. It's time. Don't you think? Maybe we should do that in the next week. But you know, you know, look, so I appreciate everyone that jumps in my DMs, but uh, think about joining the patronage um, of the Dynasty Trades HQ. And the, the patrons did come through with a couple Dynasty Trash trade offers. And actually, the correct term is Trash Dynasty trade offer, I believe. Uh, Ryan Gould was offered Michael Williams and Damian Pierce for CMC. You're on mute. You just, it just muted you. I just laughed. I said, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I just muted myself. Yeah. Um, this one, you know what? I got to be honest with you. He, then he was offered one, and I don't believe this is trash. I believe it's not good, but I don't believe it's not trash. Uh, it? Someone offered him Aaron Rodgers and Dalvin Cook for Justin A. Bear. No, nah, that's bad. Bad. Yes, bad. Not yeah, trash, but bad. So this one I'll say is trash. Um, The next one our buddy Eddie shared with us. uh, Someone offered him Antonio Gibson, uh, the third string running back for the Washington Commandos, uh, a 2023 second rounder, and Thomas Brady for Justin Herbert. Ooh. Yeah. Herbert's, man, Herbert is too good for you to do that to him. Yeah, that is a no, no. Um, if you're going to come for Herbert, you, you, like Omar said, if you're going to come for the king, you best not miss. Right, you better uh, come, bring it. Coming for, for Herbert with that type of offer will get you nowhere. Um, I won't even entertain you. There's no reason for me to uh, go ahead and hit uh, counter. Um, not not with anything involving Herbert. I will send you an offer because I think you're terrible at valuing players. Terrible. Uh, 
And, you know, look, if you haven't listened to the show in a long time or you don't remember really what Trash Dynasty Trade Offers was about, it was about the lesson behind it. It wasn't about just making fun of people, though it is fun to make fun of people. And you you should do that sometimes. But it's always remember, someone sending you that offer clearly has skewed values on players. So make sure you you go back and try to uh, uh, pillage their roster. um, and take a great point, Shane. Yeah. Take advantage of them. It's a great point. Look, Dynasty Trades HQ is for the children. So it is. <laughs> all right. And uh, I think that's all I got to talk about. Um, I'm not going to tell you where to follow us on the. You already know where to follow us because you just you're follow on. us everywhere at Dynasty Trades HQ. You get it. You know, Twitter yeah. everywhere across the, uh, the, the, the interwebs. We're there at yeah. Dynasty Trades HQ. Yep. And, and become a patron. And I'll like you more. That's right. You will. We should probably say goodbye, Shane. Say goodnight, everyone. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Take care. Say goodbye, Shane. Goodbye, Shane.